down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den Season 3, guys. Thank you so much for riding along with me on this journey. It's been nothing but love, and and we are back. We're returning here to the Den, and we have an artist that we've had here before. He was more on the producer bad, but now he's returning in a new form. He's gone Super Saiyan uh, (laughs) 2 here. He's an artist now, so he's out of the producer bag, and right now, He's on his artist bat, and we welcome back to the den, my guy, the incredible Devon Trey. Brother, how are you doing? Welcome back, King. Thank you, man. I'm glad to be back, um, and thank you for the shout out. I appreciate everyone tuning in, you know. Um, and yep, I was here as a producer before, you know. I'm back now as an artist, so I'm excited, man. You know, I'm excited to get into it, you know, what um caused me to make the leap over from you know I'm, I'm still producing but i you know i've been recording too now so yeah <laughs> adding that another feather in the cap like the other famous artists producers the kanye's the dr dre's the puffies you, you can do it both and, and i love it man i love the sound and we've been linking up uh we did the first interview with a producer probably i don't know six seven months ago or so it, yeah it's been a minute that's, yeah that's what we do at the den you know it is a family uh, always plugging the product and we love what you've been doing. So we know your origin story as a producer, but m- what made you step into that arena of being an artist? Tell us a little bit about what made you make that leap. Well, I got myself a recording mic, but I didn't get that. I got my, I think I got myself a mic maybe several months ago. Initially I got it cause I wanted to try, you know, like recording sounds in the house or whatever, you know, messing with it sonically. Yeah. Um, and then I'd made a, I'd made like a beat and I was like really inspired by that beat artistically. I was like, you know what, I wanna, I really wanna try, you know, tackling this beat from an artist's side. And I, I had like limited vocal engineering experience. I've done a few, you know, tracks for people here and there. So I kind of, I kind of knew how to record myself, but you know, it was mostly a process of uh, really just getting into it and, you know, just like learning on the go. I didn't really go in, go into it, you know, knowing what to do. I I recorded the song or like my vocals for the song. I spent like a week, and that's Miami that I'm talking about, by the way. Um, Out now, they're like, all streaming everywhere. Yeah, all platforms. Out now on all platforms. Numbers up. It's out, on, out now on all platforms. Yeah, I'll shout that out later though, but You're that's there. where I was getting at. <laughs> so, I recorded, I laid down my vocals for the track. I don't know, I kind of came off of it from the dome. I didn't really write. I just kind of, I went with the vibe of the beat. Like the vibe of the track itself is kind of like, you know, dreamy, kind of kind of like an escape, you know? Yeah. Um, and but, you know, just from that vibe, I came up with, you know, some verses, some chorus, laid it down, spent like a week, you know, teaching myself from YouTube, whatnot, learning how to engineer the vocals. And then, you know, the end result was I produced the track recorded, mixed, mastered, fully engineered. And it took me maybe, I think it took me like a few hours to record, but everything combined must've taken me, you know, several days of work at least, but yep, that's the end result, man. And 
I'd shared it with my close friends, you know, and I was like, you know, what, what you think about this? And they were like, bro, that's a vibe. You got to drop it. You got to drop it. But, you know, I was still kind of hesitant because, I mean, you know, they're your friends. They're going to tell you it's good. They're not going to be like, I mean, unless it's really fucking trash. <laughs> right. But, you know, they were going to they were gonna tell me it's good, you know. They weren't going to, like, be like, it's career, nah, gotta keep they'll it. tell you. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, I was talking to someone at the time, maybe one or two months ago. And, you know, we were, I, we were talking for a minute. So I was like, fuck it. You know, I'll send, I'll send the track through, see what she thinks of it. And she gave like a really genuine, you know, response to how she felt about it. She was like, you got to drop this. It's really good. I even listened to it at work. And, you know, that I think in that moment, that's when I knew that, okay, this is something that people would listen to if I dropped, like, she told me she casually listened to it at work, you know, and I was like, okay, that's all I need. That's all I needed, you know? That was the moment, the tipping point, I guess, where I think I was more or less confident at that point that, you know, if I drop this, it might get like a positive reception. So, yeah. And I've been, I've been recording more, you know, I, I have a few songs in the vault, you know, all in due time, you know, so it might, it might drop. I think, I think I will most likely drop. People have been fucking with it. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely heating up and shout out to the support system to make you uh, make that leap because it's a vibe, man. You're, that's the, uh, when you first sent me the track, I listened to it. And whenever I get a track, I listen and always take notes because I, I'm looking at it from the journalistic side as well as the industry side. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, this is ready to go. This is ready. That was actually what I wrote on my review, ready to go. In other words, I can put this on the radio right now and it's ready to go. So good job, man, for your first I appreciate it, man. experiment into on the artist side. Now, um, with production, you always have influences. As an artist, who are your influences in that realm? Like, who, who are you looking at? Because I, I feel the great artists always are inspired yeah. by someone else. Who, who are you looking at as kind of your, your uh, mold or, or who your, your vibe matches? I think lyrically and sonically, I would definitely say a lot of, like, the Toronto sound has definitely influenced, you know, the recent work I've been doing. Um, I, I really like the subject matter and thematic matter that, you know, artists like Drake, especially in his older work would talk about, it was pretty relatable. And I think, I think through my music, I want to be a storyteller and I want to, I want to tell a story or paint a picture that isn't, that is a depiction of my life to an extent, but also something that other people could relate to, if you know what I'm getting at, you know, um, so in that, in that regard, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about stuff that's slightly personal, you know, but also relatable, also just drawn from my life, much like, you know, Drake has done in his earlier work. And a lot of the subject matter, you know, like woman problems, like insecurities, uh, you know, like feeling feeling kind of like, you know, like you have no sense of direction or purpose, um, feeling alone. Those are all like thematic elements of, uh, or subject matters that, you know, artists like Drake, The Weeknd, other R&B rappers, Bryson Tiller have all talked about. And, you know, R&B really is my, favorite like type of music I, I love all hip-hop you know I love all styles of hip-hop but specifically R&B has always had a special place in my heart you know and that sound that like dark I guess dark uh Toronto sound that's always been like really a big heavy influence for me so yeah I can definitely hear that and you're absolutely right those um themes are something that are universal they, they transfer mm -hmm. to age sex gender orientation whatever we all want to be loved we all feel insecure we all have lost we yeah. all have great so you know it, it, it's something that we can all tap into absolutely 
Now, uh, tell us a little bit more about the, this Miami banger. I, I know you tell me the whole 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 story about how this came together and and, and this single release and how it's been for you. I recorded the song at my apartment um, in SoCal. I live in I have an apartment in Santa Barbara, and I have a little you know studio set up there or whatnot, just a bedroom studio. I recorded it when my, I think I have a roommate. He, I think he was out, out of town. He was in LA for a few days. And, you know, I had the crypt to myself, complete silence, complete, you know, just peace. And I was like, fuck it, time to get creative, you know? That's when I recorded it. As for the whole process of dropping the song and whatnot, I used DestroKid to drop it. And I created the cover art on my own. Um, all the promotional material, all the content, everything I did on my own. And I think the reason I was able to do that was I've been developing my, you know, business skills, my marketing skills, my content creation skills for a minute now, because as you know, I've been a producer for a minute. Um, and really, I just had to take the same, you know, traits from that, from that side, apply it here. Um, and yeah, that's how it came. That's how it came along, you know, and I dropped it on all streaming platforms. I wanted people to be able to listen to listen to it wherever. I dropped a slowed and reverb version on YouTube because, you know, that's like a, you know, that's a thing that people really fuck with these days. And, you know, I'm going to, in the coming weeks, I'm going to drop a lyric video for it, probably a visualizer. And if it gets enough streams, I think I really do want to do a music video. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see. I love the vision. I, I can see the vision. Definitely. We've actually added the reverb version to DITD radio. So, Demates. Appreciate it, bro. Check that yeah. out on DITD radio run those streams up. We only put the best hits on DITD radio. So we did add that early yes, today. Yes, sir. Now, being an artist, being a producer, what do you find it easier stepping into the artist bag? Or is it different? Is it the same? Is it, or is it one mode that you just feel more comfortable in? Which, which side feels more comfortable? Or is it equal? Do you see them as just extensions of each other? Um, it's a good question. I think production for me has always been something I'm more comfortable with because when you're a producer, you know, you're controlling the sound sonically, but you're still behind the scenes in terms of like the public and like how personal you want to get with it. As a, as an artist, you're opening up more, especially if you're storytelling, you're really being intimate with the, you know, the general population because your music is out there. Everyone can listen to it. And it's something that definitely took more time for me to you know, step into, become comfortable with. Um, but now I'm finding they're more or less equal because I've been recording for, for a few months now. And honestly, being vulnerable and honest in my music, I think initially I was scared that, you know, it's like I'm being too personal about my own life. I'm opening up too much, but now it's more like a, it's been more therapeutic for me, if you will, you know. Um, I, really, I really enjoy drawing from my own life experiences to create music because I, I feel like my story is relatable. I'm only 20, but I, I mean, I've, I've seen some shit, you know? So sure. in that, in that, in that regard, it's been, it's been good. I think, I think I was scared before, but now it's more, I'm like, I'm glad, you know, I'm like, I'm happy. Like I can take whatever, you know, whatever experience I have, whatever pain I'm feeling, whatever, whatever emotion I'm feeling, put it into a song and having people react to the song with their own emotions. That's a very fulfilling experience, I think. So yeah, Absolutely. sorry, that was kind of a long, that was a long answer. No, that's that. a great answer. And the good news by getting your artist bad so young, yeah. you know, hopefully you'll have a long and lengthy career. You get to see that evolution. I love seeing someone like Chris Brown that started at 16 
versus now or Drake that started at mm-hmm, yeah versus now and see that growth. So it's awesome that you had the bravery. Yeah, definitely. It's working for you, brother. It's definitely working for you. So is the goal right now, are you are you just kind of filling your way around and, and releasing singles and, and you know testing the waters? Or is there a goal for a project forthcoming, maybe an EP or, or full length project? Do you have any uh, goals for that in the future? My goal right now um, is I have three more singles I want to drop and I already have the order for, you know, in which I want to drop them. And the reason for that is, you know, I have a, I have like a storyline behind all the songs. They're all kind of connected. Um, eventually I would like to do a project, but again, just kind of depends on, you know, the reception of how these songs are received by the public. And, you know, if there's a desire for people to want to listen, but yeah, I think if I don't do an album, I'll definitely do an EP eventually. So I love it. I love it. Now, I, I obviously, uh, we don't want spoilers. We don't want you to give anything away. But I, I, I love. I'm a. I'm a sucker for a good concept. So I love the idea of a three or four song story arc. Can you give us a little, little taste without spoiling too much of where yeah. we want this story to go? Well, so Miami, I, I can give you the general theme of each song. My okay. first, well, this song, Miami, is about desire. Um, it's about desire for a life that seems like paradise, you know. And in, in, in terms of the song, I don't view Miami as just a city, but I view Miami as in general, like that lifestyle, you know, that like, that kind of, it, it looks like paradise on the outside. But in the song, you know, I have lyrics, you know, talking about, I have lyrics talking about fuck around, you know, she called me basic baby let's just face it i have other lyrics talking about you know um how i'm ignoring everyone um who thinks i'm like you know like self-absorbed or whatever and the whole idea regarding that is i wanted the song to be about how someone has a desire for this life but at the same time they're aware of the fact that if they did attain that life it would cause them to you know inherently become more of a selfish person more ignorant you know do damage to people do damage to personal relationships etc etc but at the end of the day, the person is in a position where he would be okay with all of that just to have that life. And that, that's really the concept of the song. Um, and in my story, the protagonist, I guess, if you will, you know, I guess my alter ego, you know, Devin Trey, whatever. He's also 20, like me. He has dreams of doing music. He, um, he has like, you know, he has a past, you know, um, and he just kind of, he wants to forget his past. He wants to escape where he is at right now in life. And he just wants, he wants music to be his route to, you know, achieving that quote-unquote Miami paradise type of lifestyle. But he knows at the same time in the song that doing so will cause him to, you know, become more of a selfish individual, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that's Miami. Um, Deep, brother, I love it, man. I, and I love the the thought. It shows passion. It shows forethought. And obviously, with your marketing pass, and, and, and we talked about in that past interview, it just using social media and leveraging that it, it's going to work for you so I, i'm excited to see how this story so. <laughs> yeah so you're already a demi that's already done you've been a demi for a while now you're you're officially stamped but because you're a two-time guest we're going to get that super rare ultra double stamp and how we're going to do that we're going to play a little game and this game that we play is called if you don't know now you know, baby, baby, shout out to the late, great, notorious B.I.G. This game is brought to you by our sponsors over at Poddex. 
Poddex is a super dope tool to make podcasts and interviews extra fun. Everybody knows that with podcasts, you see the same question. Where are you from? How's your childhood? Blah, blah, blah. No one wants to hear that. Poddex gives you the option to make your interviews super spicy, super political, super dark, whatever you want to do. They've got categories for that. So, and if you don't know, now you know. We're going to go ahead and ask a few questions to Devin Trey to let all of the denmates, all the friends of the den, and all his fans know what's going on. They're not pre-planned. They're completely raw, and they're completely random. And if you're ready, we're going to get it in. Are you ready? Uh, Bring it on, bro. (laughs) All right, all right. So we're going to give you some categories, and I'm going to let you pick. You're the guest, so you get to pick. I'm not going to pick them for you. I'm going to name some categories. If one sounds good to you, tell me to stop, and we're going to ask the first question. And guys, you want to get pod debts, you can get 10% off right now by using our promo code, The Den, T-H-E-D-E-N. Get 10% off podcasters. Be dope like your boy Mars. All right. So give you some categories. Tell me when you want to stop. All right. We have WTF questions. We have philosophy questions. We have conspiracy theory questions. We have deal breakers. I know you're a ladies man, so if there's a deal breaker, that's that might be something. Uh, we got uh, what's out there, this or that, that questions. We have, uh, oh man, there's so many hypothetical music questions. You're a musician. Any of these sound spicy? Which which one do you want to rock? Uh, I'm really, I'm fucking with the WTF, the deal breaker and the music. All right. Uh, so do I do I just pick one of those or do I pick? No, uh, we can, we could do all those. We could do all three of those. We could do all three of those. Let's start with deal breaker. Let's give them a let's give them something spicy. <laughs> all right, let's start with the deal breakers. Okay. So, is this a deal breaker for you? If your partner has a hot temper, spicy, anger, quick to rage, is that a deal breaker for you? I'd say so, yeah, because I I tend to have a hot temper sometimes, and I don't think it'd work out if both people had a hot temper, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, you know, once you know, occasionally it's fine, but if you're gonna, I mean, I've been in situations before where it's like, uh, it's just like you know, the temper gets too much to handle, and then you know, shit goes south, and it's just like turns into a fucking yelling match, or you know, even worse, you know. So it's. I'd, I'd prefer someone who can, you know, resort to, you know, civil conversation and, you know, we can work things out without, you know, <laughs> yelling. So, yeah, long story I, short, I'd say that is a deal breaker. Yeah. Same here. I'm with you now. I always get accused of being not passionate because I just refuse to yell. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to yell. I, yeah. I, I'm almost in an interview voice when I'm angry. I'm like, I understand you're frustrated at that. So people are like, yeah, <laughs> passionate. I'm like, no, I'm just... I'm not going to yell, man. I, I can talk. All right. All right. So ladies, if you're looking for my man, you got to calm down. You got to put that fuse. A little spice is all right, but too too much, you can't do it. All right. So uh, you said WTF and music. So uh, which one do you want to go to next? Go oh, WCF. All right. All right. My yeah. personal favorite category. Okay. Has anyone started a rumor about you? And if so, what was it about? that's a good one I don't think I don't know to be honest I feel like 
you know, um, inevitably people are going to talk about you behind your back, especially when you do something like I do. Everyone knows I do music. My right. local community does knows it, right? People are going to have opinions about it. People are going to either be positive about it or negative about it. They might be like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Who the fuck does he think he is? Or they might support it. So I'm not really aware of one specific rumor, but, you know, I'm sure there have been things said about me, you know, behind my back. It is whatever, you know, it's just, it's just something that you, that comes with this type of work, to be honest. So and the bigger yeah. you get, the, the more they start. I always said, you know, if you don't have, if you don't have a hater yet, you need to figure out a way to get <laughs> Yeah. pop it. So absolutely. Start some rumors about Mars. I, I'll take them all, you know, I, I, want, <laughs> I want some cool rumors, you know, that I'm an Android or something. What's all the smoke. That. There you go. I'm an Android. So guys, uh, I, I'm actually an AI program. There we go. <laughs> All right. So the last category and the last question on, if you don't know, now you know. Do you have a song that you wish you wrote? There, is there a particular song that when you heard, you were like, man, I, I wish this was mine. I wish I composed. I wish I wrote this song. Is there one particular song? That you can yeah. think of. what's that song i don't know if you've heard house of balloons by the weekend um yeah I, I have heard it. house of balloons slash glass table girls that song is peak storytelling in my opinion and if if i had wrote that song i wouldn't even believe it myself that i i mean like that i could have wrote something like that and what's fucking crazy about that song right is i think the weekend wrote it when he was around my age or even younger i think 1920 so it's like, like that's something that's like crazy to me, you know? Right. And that, that's the type of storytelling that, you know, I, um, I aspire to. That's, that's the level that I aspire to get at, you know? And obviously I'm already that age. I'm not that good, but give it time, bro. I'll get there. <laughs> Getting there, bro. And, and like I said, I think a lot of these guys that are, are geniuses, they're also, you know, they, they're a lot of them, like yourself, and I, I consider you a musical genius. A lot of them, it's just imagining and, you know, and learning from other people, you know? A lot of people yeah. talk about Confessions as one of the greatest R&B albums, and none of that was Usher's real story. You know what I mean? That was somebody else inspiring. So that's another thing with artistry. You know, people are like, damn, who, who did Usher knock up? Nope, no, nope, it wasn't anybody. It's just somebody else's story. So that's what artists yeah. do, man, great artists. So Devin, brother, thank you so much. Like I said, I, I love you as a producer. I love you as an artist. I love you as a, you're a scholar and a gentleman. So thank you. You're a student in the thank game. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, it, bro. You more artists like yourself, as always, man, it's a pleasure. Please let the Friends of the Den know where they can find you, where they can find you on social media, and uh, any shout-outs you want to give. You've earned it. The floor is yours. And any special announcements, it's all you. Yeah. Um, my, my new, my debut single, Miami, out now on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, whatever, whatever. Out now everywhere. You know, go check that out. My profile is Devin Trey, D-E-V-A-N-T-R-E-Y. Um, follow me on Instagram, you know, at Devin Trey, same spelling. Um, and, you know, I have more music coming out for you guys. I will be dropping another song. And the name of the song is Fell in Love. And I have not decided when I'm going to drop it, but that is coming out for you guys. So stay tuned for that. You know, run up the streams on my song. You know, I need all that support. Go, go post that shit for me everywhere, you know. Um, and thank you. Thank, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sean, you know, for having me. Always it's always a pleasure, you know. Uh, it was great the first time. 
it was it was great this time too so yeah you're always welcome uh like i said we're gonna uh it's a familia so we're gonna be doing some projects with devin in the future we have a lot of things in store this season yep. for you guys yes, really, uh, we're gonna have some live vibe sessions that we're gonna be uh putting in store and and i think he's gonna be a big part of that so guys i want yep. you to follow him on social media I want you to run the streams. He's still in his beats bag. So if you need those beats, he has those beats. What's your website for that? It's devontray.com. So you can find all you can find all my production, www.devontray.com. Or you can just DM me on Instagram. You know, I I'm not gonna leave you on delivered. I have communicated. I'll respond. I got you guys. Got you. So if if, if you uh if you want to rock with the music, you definitely want to rock with that. If you need those beats, my man, my man has those beats. So please check them out on all platforms. Run those streams up. Guys, it's been another stellar episode. This is season three. Can you guys believe it? When I first started, oh, yeah. I had no grades. And now look at me. I look like Jeffrey Wright from uh, <laughs> Westworld or something. But that's okay. I'm <laughs> in real time for you guys. So guys, check out my man, Devin Trey. Season three, Down in the Den. We are back add it again please follow like subscribe you know what to do and as sure. always we end every damn episode the same way it's peace it's love it's unity and it's respect yes, sir. deuces thank you sean thank you guys peace